0: I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Am Jen Wilson podcast. So Today's podcast guests, I have two of my favourite yoga people in the whole world and the conversation is with Yoga Mark and Uncle Nick, that's their affectionate names. Their real life names are Mark Russell and Mark Constantine and today's format's slightly different because I have two guests on at the same time. Now these two guys can talk, oh my goodness they can talk, which is amazing because I just had to ask a question, sit back and off they went with their wisdom and experience and information and all that jazz. There's quite a bit of yoga chat in there. Um, there's talk of the Yoga Sutras, which is a text that, I'll be honest, I've read a couple of times and I've put it down going, No, oh, that's nice, don't get it. Um, it's one of these things that I think... You need to study quite a bit to actually understand, maybe. And some people might just read it and get it. I don't know. Um, I think it's one of those things that when you're ready to understand it, you'll get it. But it's basically just the story of yoga, why it's here. This is like bastardising what the Yoga Sutras is. Why it's here, what it's all about. Written originally in Sanskrit, so the version, which is the, the language of yoga, so the versions that we have now are people's interpretation of what they believe the words to mean through studying of text and things like that. So it's all very interesting. There's not a deep conversation about yoga sutras, but they do mention it just in case you're thinking, what the hell are they talking about? Um, Yeah, so it was a really... Good podcast. Mark is my yoga teacher. I've been studying in depth with him for the last three years. Mark uh, And Nick is Mark's business partner and he also started doing the deeper inquiry into yoga at the same time as myself so that's how I know Uncle Nick. It's a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. We recorded this before lockdown happened. So we do kind of briefly touch on the fact that coronavirus is a situation at the moment and that in Scotland we are following guidance of we need to social distance Um, but it was before the government announced that we had to go into proper lockdown so that's why we don't talk about that. I hope you love the podcast let us know your feedback as always like and share comment anything at all if there's anybody who springs to mind when you're listening to the podcast remember and share it with them as well so that the more people that can hear it the more people can get the love and get the wisdom okay on to today's podcast enjoy and i will see you on the other side i'm just going to report now to get some good in and so we talk about our technical
1: setup so there's me that's just rocking out with a laptop there's Nick that's got his old school laptop and his pilot. Are you up, not? And then there's you with the full-on professional recording studio. My
2: voice sounds amazing.
3: It does. It sounds amazing. You've actually notched it down by a frequency about 10 gigahertz. <laughs> Normally it's, hello, my name's Mark. <laughs> hello, Nick. Now it's time. <laughs> How's it going?
2: Tuning in to Carmel in. FM. Carmel FM. Hi there. So are you not using your phone nick are you using your laptop
3: jen wanted me to um i could have used
2: my phone but i think the
3: the the quality of the mic i use if i if i speak with the open university with this thing if i hear ah, myself okay. back it's better it's a better sound yeah yeah
1: because if there's three of us on it picks up the background sounds mm. it's recording if you have not got headphones
2: in mm.
1: Mm. Just give us a bit of because because there's
2: three, right? Because there's three. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is. I'm learning so many tips. I'm learning so many tips. That's from jen the professional. My dude <laughs> so that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this whole life experience at the
1: moment is about. It's
2: learning new things. Mm. I've learned Zoom this week and like a matter of like. It's not that difficult, so I'm not no. like. But I really like have been amazed at how useful it is. It's amazing.
1: Their sales must have gone through the roof in the last forty eight hours. Uh, Every so, fitness professional in the yeah, country has gone yeah, online with zoom. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know. Like the I think their stock, like even at the start of the week, has went up like thirty percent. That's the
1: yeah, I should have bought so. shares before I bought my I know. Um, bought my membership. I know. I know. <laughs> Facebook Live though, has seriously been letting me down
2: facebook live yeah I've not, i used it um, once a long time ago but i've know. been
1: using the two of them sort of side by side so facebook live and zoom for people that are not on facebook and facebook live has kicked me out halfway through the class every time so far
2: wow um, wow okay that's not good mark
1: and mark zuckerberg i'm not happy with you mate i'm not happy with you
2: because <laughs> yeah, not
1: making think... any money is it?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Yeah. that's true, yeah. Yeah. Facebook, I think, I think Facebook's staffing must be really down because it's, it it flagged like a post that I'd put on, it was like really like innocuous post, I was like, oh, I don't know what, I've never had any flagged in my life, but I think there must be sorts of weird algorithms or something just now. Well,
1: I tried to log in, I've been trying to download some of the videos that I had put on to Facebook Live Mm and it's not working, so I thought I'd be trying Chris's computer because I use a Chromebook. And he's got a, just a normal PC laptop because I didn't know if it's a Chromebook issue. And when I tried to log into Facebook, it told me I wasn't allowed to log in, it in anymore because I had been spamming too much.
2: And you're kind of breaking up just now. I don't know if that's happening for you, Nick. Is that happening for you?
3: No, it is. It's um, not for me, but uh, some of my OU colleagues are trying to download exam files and they're finding it really difficult at the moment. The mm. whole.
1: So it could be the, the internet. Yeah, the cutler.
3: Yeah, it mm. will be the internet being overwhelmed with just this huge bandwidth. I mean, this video exchange yeah. is 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 a lot. You
2: know. But it's just to fit you in, Nick. Like. Heed! <laughs>
3: There's a little Sputnik around my head.
1: <laughs> so, so far, yeah. this has been the most different podcast that I've recorded today.
4: What, what because is that? No, nobody's introduced themselves
2: yet. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two random guys and uh, we're just
2: talking shit yeah well, surely surely everybody knows each other by now for going to you know,
1: got I you know got both a... of you but do our listeners know who you
3: are probably uh, so how would you how right all right Mark your turn you've got to introduce yourself 30 seconds maximum no no,
2: no what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce Nick oh, okay
3: Oh, just, oh,
1: nice. Yeah, oh. can Nick and they just do it. Excellent. Oh, so
3: that's a wow. 30 seconds? 30 seconds. No, no, no. For me, 10 minutes. <laughs> Mark, five seconds.
1: seconds. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Go, Mark. So I'm and going to tell it. you about
2: Nick Constantine. Uh, and actually, it's really <laughs> hard to fit Nick. Any 30 seconds? No, the fake picture. Nick has done. Literally everything you ever talk about. Nick's like, yeah, yeah, I used to do that. and It's like, he's, like, he's, like, yeah, I used to be. So you talk about golf. It's like, Yeah, I was almost a professional golfer. You talk about on a, being on a cruise. Nick's like, yeah, yeah, I used to be in the Navy for like 10 years. Anything that you've done, uh, Nick has, has insight and it's great to have him with insight. He's also a teacher, school teacher, or, you know, and now a university teacher, also a chi running instructor, a yoga instructor. Um, tell me how many seconds I've got left. Is anybody timing this? Just keep going, I'm not timing. Okay, cares. and uh, he is also a, a, a husband and a father and uh, he is oh a, a very generous an, soul and an enlightened... An Oh yeah.
1: baker. Oh yeah, oh, baker. yeah, yeah. You see, oh that's gosh. the one. That's the, number that's the most one.
2: important one. That's the most important one of them all. That's people. the <laughs> one.
1: The
3: he He's a baker. He's a baker and a candlestick <laughs> maker. <laughs> Probably, yeah. have yeah. you made candles before, Nick? Actually, I haven't made candles before, <laughs> Well, you haven't done. Have you made candles, or candles? Uh, no, I've been Mickey Mouse, though. you <laughs> missed that Mickey Mouse. I was Mickey Mouse for about two weekends. Ah, okay. Yeah, he missed that crucial role in my life. But that's it. He's nailed it, yeah. Uh, anything else
1: you've
3: missed, no? So. Oh, not really. Sports teacher, I suppose. It's lots of sports, but I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, I've tried everything in anything. I used to say to my kids when I was um d- using assemblies, I failed at everything because I've tried everything. Do you know, try everything, fail everything. The only way you learn is by failing.
2: Exactly. Absolutely.
3: You know, so That's it's a laugh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I might my turn for Mark. Okay, so um Mark is um awesome, generous, understanding, compassionate individual. Look at his head he's just he's nodding away says yeah. <laughs> um, he is he is my yin and yang. Yeah, he is my head and tails. Uh, we work together. He's a great yoga teacher, triathlete, um, drug counselor, social worker. I always get a, I always get or was social worker, drug counselor um with with people, uh, he's a senior teacher with with Mohan now, and he's worked incredibly hard to develop some really wonderful professional relationships with some of the best instructors in the world. Um, so I I rate what Mark does uh, very, very highly with the profession that he's decided to choose to go into, which is not easy, one, yoga teaching and um, extremely knowledgeable, passionate. Um, and seems to always have a lot of time for people. So um, I could go on and on about Uncle Mark. Great musician behind you there. You can see behind him there. Um, he's also the director of Solas. Is it Solas? Solas. I'm, the,
2: I'm on the board for Solas. On the
3: board for Solas Festival. Um, yeah, so good music, well fantastic musician. I um, used to play in a band who I think his claim to fame was he was played by John Peel. This is one of the things, yes, he got on the John Peel show. So that's amazing. Um, uh, what else? Um, yeah, he's, he's a yoga teacher, teacher. So he teaches yoga teachers to teach how to teach yoga, teaching, teaching. <laughs> um, and we do retreats and workshops together at times. Uh, we're not actually joined at the hip. you think we were joined at the hip. Um, we have very opposite lives, if you like. We come together at certain times. So in a nutshell, is that Mark? I probably missed out a, a few things, but... Uh, Um, A great cook as well, actually Also a good cook Doesn't
2: make bread Does he sourdough? Maybe maybe. Never made bread in my life No No, I saw a really good recipe online today For pumpkin No, not pumpkin Uh, uh, Butternut squash uh, Butternut squash bread Really? Yeah So you roast Uh. the butternut squash And Uh. you get some flour And some baking powder Blah, 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 blah Yeah And um, I might try it I might might venture into uh, Trying to make Yeah make some bed and we'll join your join your mighty jewel and we can become a triumvir i'll tell you what is funny
3: is that i can post anything on like physics maths uh, teaching yoga like one like one like one like i put a picture of my bread up 50 likes you know
2: just what does that tell you
3: it tells me that i need to change my jobs again and become a (laughs) baker
1: people like pictures of food that's People feel like right.
3: pictures of food. They love
1: pictures okay. of food. Absolutely. Did um, Uncle
2: Nick miss anything, Mark, in your intro? Anything, John? I don't know. Ask? Did you say anything about triathlons? I did, yeah. Okay. I, I know, like, because it's, it's kind of like, a, for some reason, my um, connection goes a lot sometimes. So I, I, ah. all I hear is like a robot, you think? Yeah, no, that, that's it. perfect. Summed up in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> all the, all, yeah, no faults. None of us have any oh, faults. Lots of faults. <laughs> That's the, 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 the faults of the reason I'm here. So, yeah. So, lots of faults. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. human. Yeah. We are human.
1: Absolutely.
2: Time massage? Did we say anything about time massage? Oh, oh no. I didn't,
3: massage. <gasps> I didn't say time massage. Acro yoga. I didn't say acro yoga. didn't say time massage. Time massage. Oh, my Lord. So oh, many God. things. So many things,
2: man. I'm almost like you. So. You are. You kind <laughs> of are. You do lots of things. Yeah. We do lots of stuff. <laughs>
1: Yeah, following us. in the
3: footsteps yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so what mark what brought you to yoga so um
2: 2000 and so 2005 do you want the long story i'm going to give you the long you long any, any story um, to do today. 2000, <laughs> 2005 2005 to 2006 i went traveling and I came back, and I, I continued in a different uh, project, but the same work I was doing as a drug counselor. Um, and my brother said, "Do you want to do a triathlon on the first of January in Edinburgh?" And I was like, "Nope, I can't imagine anything worse. Uh, it means you would have to run, and running is terrible for your knees. So I don't want to do any of that." Um, but anyway, I ended up doing it with him, and. Uh, there's a really good triathlete from Edinburgh. I kind of fell in love with the sport, um, and there was a really, even though I was terrible at it, uh, there was a really good triathlete from Edinburgh who said you should do Pilates or yoga or something. So when I'd come back from a trip, I joined the gym, and then I was like, oh, they've got a yoga class or two. I'll go to the yoga class, and I just started going along on a Saturday, and then on a Sunday, and it was two different teachers, different styles, and. Um, I kind of enjoyed it you know I, I was like oh this feels nice especially lying down at the end felt amazing um, I used to watch the clock and I still tell people in classes that today you know when I see them watch the clock I'm like I see you watch the clock I used to do that too <laughs> uh, can't wait for Shavasana Um so <laughs> yeah um, do you want me to carry on from there and how it developed yeah
1: okay Good. how did you become the person you are today oh lord oh my God! Oh, wow <laughs>
2: okay uh so around about 2010 i got uh i'll give you the sad version um i got engaged in the summer of 2010 and it kind of fell apart by the end of 2010 we lived we were at long distance and it it just became more and more difficult so when that fell apart i was like okay i've got all this energy and and I decided, like, I wasn't going to put it into something negative. You know, I used to, uh, when I was in bands, write songs and drink too much. And, like, because if, if I was sad and, I, you know, like, so I was like, okay, I want to do something different with this energy. And what I did was I spoke to the one of the yoga teachers and, and she said, come and do your yoga teacher training. You know, like, it's a good use of your time. You'll learn a lot. Um and so I joined uh I, I met with Julie Hansen and did um a, a yoga teacher training with, with seasonal yoga in Glasgow. Um, and it was really great. I met I was the only guy and there was twenty women, so <laughs> it was uh, unusual. <laughs> uh or actually maybe usual for yoga. And oh, uh, changed, I think.
4: No, it's not changed that it's much. Not really, it's not no.
2: changed that much. Uh and I read a book when I was doing it. You know, I had to. We had to study different uh, gurus or teachers, and my book was on Krishnamacharya, and I loved the book. It made so much sense, and it had a lot of clarity around the whole subject of yoga, for me, which was great. But I, I sensed there was a real deep truth to it, but there was a lot of wishy-washiness over the top of it, and a lot of like. Um, uh, how am I want to put this a lot of information that wasn't that useful or that that you know tied down or nailed down so this book on Krishnamacharya was by um, A.G. Mohan and it sounded like he'd spent 20 years with Krishnamacharya he sounded very grounded he sounded uh, a super solid person so in 2013 I went to India to to find him and do a course with him and his wife and um, I've been a student of him ever since. Um, he's the living embodiment for me of what the practice looks like, him and his wife especially, you know. So, And they also have two amazing children who I'm now students of too, who are phenomenal teachers. Um, yeah, they're a really incredible family. They're really amazing people. So I'm totally happy to take all my own teaching cues from them and also from a few, in terms of movement and anatomy and, and other yoga stuff, there's Gary Carter has been a massive influence. And in um, and a smaller scale, Leslie Kamenoff from New York, who I was speaking to earlier today, is also an influence. So yeah, there, there's been a lot in Pete Blackaby from Brighton. There's lots of really good influences that have come in and, and shaped uh, my own yoga teaching, my own understanding of yoga. But the Mohans are the... The Mohans are the... the uh,
1: the bread on
2: your for your bar well they're just really the they're just really the the foundation of it all you know so that's me man that's that's where it's come from and it's it's an ongoing journey like I'm always looking to like expand my own understanding of what we do expand my own practice bring other people into it too you know And, and finding ways finding as many tools that you can to bring and draw people to what yoga is really for which is which is still in your mind you know and and dealing with your mind everything we deal with is 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 through through our own consciousness and through our mind so therefore if we have an understanding and a little bit more control over that then everything else is okay like even though everything that's going on just now is is difficult and um it's maybe pain in some people but for me it feels like a fresh start for humanity in some ways too so yeah
1: Definitely. Definitely. Thanks for sharing it Mark.
3: You're welcome. Uncle Nick.
1: Uncle Nick. <laughs> Uncle Nick. <laughs> do, do you remember where that came from? That was Hannah. It was we Hannah, wasn't it? Was, Hannah. Yeah. 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 When, we did a, when we started our uh, teacher training with you, what, that's coming up three years ago now. Um, uh-huh.
4: Three years and, ago?
1: Yeah. And that's Hannah crazy. started calling you Papa, and I was just like, hmm. Look, Papa is quite right. It made you feel a bit old. I, I don't, I
3: don't, I don't mind the ages. The we adapted, that's adapted
1: it to um, Uncle Nick was more appropriate for us to call you rather than Papa.
3: <laughs> I don't mind. It's fine. It's honestly cool. Papa Nick is, Papa Nick sounds quite good now. Quite like Papa to, Nick.
1: You want to change then from Uncle Nick
3: to Papa Nick? You can call me anything you like. It's um, fine.
1: I'll stick with Uncle Nick. <laughs> oh, God.
3: I don't feel I don't feel Five years to 60 But you know That's okay
2: You're not five years to 60 I am
3: No you're oh, not. Well I'm not really I am But I'm not really But I yeah. am Yeah the, I got In my like head I'm not
2: Biological age Rather than yeah. You know uh, or, or Age in terms of years mm. I mean mentally
3: I feel like uh, Mid 30s I don't feel like You know feel sharp I feel sharper now This is segwayed in nicely to, to yoga, I suppose. Are you asking how I got into yoga or how I got into life?
2: <laughs> we know how
3: you get in life. Just, Just general so stuff. I presume I I
1: write the life Okay. Well so no 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 Stop I'm going to be late. No. late. Um,
3: <laughs> you can probably I could go on about this one. So I always say to everybody because um, I am I might be mildly aspergic or aspergic uh, when I was four my mum took me to the doctors and went, "This kid's just not speaking to anybody, man. He's just weird. He's, he's counting his his sports mixtures. Um, he's putting them in columns. He's uh, he's and the doctor just said, ah, oh, he's just that kind of just that kind of kid.' So um, what's that? I can hear a funny bang, bang. Oh, that
1: might be
3: me, sorry. You what are you doing? Trimming your fingers?
1: Oh, I was moving the table a bit. Oh uh, yeah, as you as oh, you. Yes, sorry. yeah, both <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> I think I didn't.
3: yeah I mean dare I so uh, I've it is actually this is actually this, this relates to sutra chapter 3 Mark but about the idea of just focusing in on something and when I was 4 or 5 it was 1969 and I looked up and I saw the moon and mum said there's some men on the moon and I went shit man that's amazing right you look at the moon and you think, wow. And I just looked up and I thought, stars. I looked and I kept looking up. And I've always, you know, my first degree was in, was in astronomy and astrophysics some other stuff. Um, so I've always been looking out, looking out, looking out, 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 out. The cosmic intelligence, the all, just this, this huge, great thing that is the universe and cosmos. Um, so I've always been outwardly thinking, an avid reader, a few hard calls for me if it doesn't work i give something three times if it doesn't work on the third time i've I been it so like mark was saying i might hear some people talk about yoga this yoga that yoga this yoga that but if i try it and it doesn't work on me i'm not going to teach it you know it's just not going to happen uh so i after all of the other stuff i've done i came to yoga a bit similar to mark in, in a sad way is We we lost our first daughter um, 20 years ago, so 1999, um, and three weeks later, I just got on the mat, got on the yoga, you know, just got on the yoga mat, you know, Um, with my first teacher Helen, um, Helen Bedford, who's an Iyengar yoga teacher. She's now a senior, awesome, awesome. I love her to bits, and she's my fellow community director in, in the space we, we work together. So it's a great little circle of completeness. Um, but really for the first few years, it was just after going through three years of um, making, which I'll never talk about, but making very, very hard choices about, you know, uh, child health and, or not, um, and decisions you make medically on, on other people. Um, you just need to find something to start to, to calm your mind. Uh, so for me, yoga and running and cycling and being was a way of um, curing mental health. I mean, even even at 33, 34, I can remember saying to myself or to Claire, that's my wife, I've got about six or seven or eight years of, of, of working hard to change the way I'm thinking. Cause my mind is just completely, you know, my whole body was just racked. Mark talked about emotion. Um, emotion, but your whole body was just resonating with just trauma, you know, mm-hmm. PTSD trauma. Um, so it's taken a long, long time for the body to heal, which is fine. Um, running kind of helped, but I think yoga has helped the most. For me, the physical act of yoga hasn't been as, as important as the act of meditation and calming and breath for me. Um, I also... I'm passionate about developing people's personal practice. I think that's a super, super important one. Um, I'm kind of conflicting about Simon Says Yoga. It's not the same as being a teacher of mathematics or being a teacher at university or anything else. It's a, You're trying to, to get people to listen to themselves, to their own minds and their breath and their bodies. So... Um, and obviously I ride on the coattails of Mark's knowledge. Okay. I pick mm-hmm. teachers carefully. Right. So I can't really afford or have the time to speak to Leslie Kamadoff or go to Mohan or go and do some anatomy courses. I just can't, I just, you know, I'd love to, mm. but I just don't have the ability to do that at the moment. Um so obviously, you know, Mark's passionate is passion project is passion subject Then you know, I would rather invest my, my, my time, effort and money, et cetera, et cetera, with, uh, with someone who has the passion to be able to do that and to have the confidence to be able to work with someone who is prepared to share that. And so as a result of that, you can share that knowledge with, with other people. But I think it does come down to the personal practice. I think authenticity, I think, is important. I think, you know, you can sit there and I think you can tell if someone's, someone's not being authentic is just learn something. Mm-hmm. And just popped it out, you know what I mean. Here I go inside, inhale, exhale, whatever you're going to do. Um, so I, yeah, for me, um, the impact of yoga has been long and deep. Um, it's reflected some of the things I experienced before mm-hmm. yoga. So, studying the sutras and, and the Gita again has informed me. I said, oh, yeah, I, I, I understand that now. I'm always amazed that people who wrote the sutras and the Dharma and, and, and Buddha. Wrote this stuff in in the climate around them. So They had the time to think about and reflect on and realize what was important, which is even more so important now. You know, it's it's actually all this stuff. I'm reading the sutras again. I've got this book called um, "Embodying the Yoga Sutras," and it's actually it's actually really good. Um, but it's just it's just you know sh- trying to share that with, with 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 people. It's uh yeah. So I mean, I think I'm a student first teacher second you know i'm not really um i i I didn't become a yoga teacher to become a yoga teacher that sounds a bit weird you know that wasn't that wasn't my driver it was just to share some practice with others really um and in the community in the community space we have it's 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 ideal for me it's it's a nice segue into what i do so uh you know yeah that's it really for me keep it nice and simple yeah
1: yeah, I think that's a really nice philosophy for life, though, so be the student first, the teacher second, Yeah. because then you have always had that space to have an open mind to be willing to learn more. If you think I am the teacher first, then you think that you know everything about everything first and don't need yeah. to learn anything else. And that that's, be that's, it's, I think yeah. that could be a dangerous place to drop in. It's, it's
2: not even... It's, it's, it's tragic, actually, <laughs> for for me. It's a, you know, like it's a tragedy when somebody says, "I'm a teacher first. And, and, and you know, like because for me, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. No, right? exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and my so even Adi Mohan, you know, he spent twenty years with Macharya, Who's ripping something? It's just me. Okay, it's Nick. Uh, <laughs> um, it's it's funny how much comes through a microphone. So even A.G. Mohan, when Charya died, went and studied for 15 years with an Ayurvedic teacher. You know, he, he continued to learn and continued to study and actually continues to learn and continues to study. Mm. You know, like, so, you know, if it's good enough for people who have been practicing and for almost 50 years to remain a student, then, then you know, we, we need to remain students. And actually, I don't really... Uh, I wouldn't want to go to a teacher that didn't have another teacher behind them. Mm -hmm. It's just, for me, it's, it's, it's essential to know that, you know, that the teacher has somebody who they are um, accountable to and, and listen to and get support from because it's too easy to take the subject and just veer off and that it's happened too much, you know? Um, And then also to know that they have a practice and also to know that they, have students who uh, who trust them and, and who are supporting them and who engage with them. So. Yeah, it's really yeah. important when you're,
1: when you're picking your teacher. It's I, think think it's, a, I think it's... A, so,
3: like I mean, I've learnt lessons from... any lessons from people you'd never think. So I think it's the old adage of when the students, really the teacher appears as well. I think... I think um, and again, I'll go to the sutras based, is that, I mean, even from an OU lecturer's point of view, I've got students who will not see things differently. They, they will see it in that way. And, and just this ability to work with someone who might ask you questions in a way that makes you think and see things differently or perceive things differently, I think is, is really important. So you've got to be, because you could pick somebody who is gonna reflect your the status quo of where you are. So there is no challenge. It's just the same. And it just it just starts to embody the, you know, you start it becomes dogmatic basically. Um, so I think uh you do need to pick somebody who or pick, be attracted to, I don't know what the word is, um who is not dogmatic, um, who may be challenging you, who has got knowledge that you respect.
2: Um, the, I, think word, I think the word is seek You know you seek. need to be a seeker, seeker. You know? yeah, a, yeah. Like somebody who You know you need to be on a on a Kind of search for mm. the, the right people at the right time And I've been really Fortunate to be drawn to uh, People who I really trust And um, can learn from That doesn't mean people who are perfect Because you know You know and, and you know i don't want to deify any teacher but you just want to know that you can trust them and that they are a solid foundation mm-hmm. you know whether that's gary with all the anatomy and movement stuff or the mohans with all the the, the yoga teaching and philosophy and, and the deep practice of yoga so mm. mm-hmm.
3: so i mean gandhi said hindu i think means searcher mm. so we're all hindus <laughs>
2: He is, a, yeah, you also yeah. said we're all Hindus and we're all Christians and we're all Jews and we're all, yeah. Muslims and we're yeah. all you know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but it's a good point. You made the point searching. Yeah, people, the people who come to me, maybe to come to Mark or come to you, Jen, maybe people who are searching and just asking questions. I, I did struggle a little bit about who are my demographic who come to me and I couldn't quite work it out. I went, actually, it's just people who are asking questions and are passionate about finding out. You know, um, and that's it. And also, I put Eric Schiffman here, but kind of like there's something bigger than small mind. There's big mind. You know, there's this like universal cosmic all, you know, as he would say. But I think, this, you know, we do have the arrogance as humanity to think sometimes we have the answers to all the questions. And um, listening to everybody talking today about the virus, you can see they're trying to con- con- rationally control it, which is science is fantastic. Um, but you know, we, to deeply understand what's happened is is going to take a little bit of a little while, I think. You know, but yeah, search is looking for love. I'ma find my way. To Taylor Dane, isn't it? it is. Searching, looking for love.
2: I I'm not even sure who you're you're talking about. It's like, it's a nineteen eighties song, you'd know it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nick used to also be in a choir.
3: That is yeah. Yeah. So there you go, man. Yeah. That
1: was the latest learning from you. Who
3: were you, you what, were you a baddest one? Uh I yeah, I, do you know there's a teacher just joined our yoga station and she was taught and she, she was talking to. Her. I met her. She was talking to me, and I said, "Where are you from?" She says, "From Scotland." I said, "No, whereabouts in Scotland?" Come on, she's from East East Kilbride. I said, "I said I know East Kilbride." She said, "You I said, I do know East Kilbride?" It's up the hill. I said, "I know exactly where it is." I said, the hill. Um, up the hill, it's a fricking hill, man. Um, uh, but she is a singer, and she was in the West End in London, and she's decided to come back to Whitney Bay to form some kind of like breathing singing workshop in the community nice. space. She's a. She's called Alison Benny. She was. I was really impressed with that. She was really good. So we've got an East Kilbride girl now working in Whitley Bay at the community station.
2: What do you call somebody from East, East Kilbridean? I don't know. Maybe.
3: I don't know. I've okay, got no idea. East good Kilbride. place, East Kilbride.
2: East Kilbrider. No, East Kilbrider. Kilbrider. <laughs> it's a
1: bit snowy you. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's wet. It's very wet. It's very high. It's snowy.
1: Yeah yeah what has been your biggest lesson that you have learned in the last year
3: oh. what was the biggest lesson in life
1: yeah just the biggest lesson that you've learned in the last year
2: stock up in toilet roll <laughs> mm. I know don't 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 let yourself <laughs> run out of toilet roll no matter what you do yeah. And uh make sure you buy as much pasta as as, yeah. soon as possible. Um so that's mean no. <laughs> no. But yeah, Uh let me think, let me think.
3: I'm thinking I'm thinking hard now, Jonathan. That's a deep question, that one. The biggest lesson I've learned.
2: Um So there's there's something like that that there's a phrase that I think I spoke to both of you about before. Um that came from the Mohans. Um, and it's not like a big lesson, but it's a really, uh, it's really useful for people who are into yoga or study yoga. Oh. And, and, um, and it was Ganesh that was sharing it, but I think it comes from Mohanji. And it's baptizing ba- baptizing a movement with a Sanskrit name doesn't make it any safer. And I was like, that's so good. People yes, need yeah. to know that you know, people need to learn that. Yeah. Uh, we are. Um, our physical body doesn't know the difference between, you know, these practices, whether we call it Nadi or alternate nostril breathing or whatever we want to call it, or we want to call folding forward to touch your toes, Uttanasana, or just tying your shoelaces, you know, like, I'm like, yoga's not, that's, that's not what makes yoga uh, amazing, you know, just giving it a Sanskrit name. What's makes yoga amazing is a level of self-inquiry that you're doing when you're doing any of these things not the name you give it so yeah so i guess i guess yeah yeah i guess that that, that's that was a big statement i learned so much when i was in india with them in january um but yeah so much i'm trying to think another like do you mean like a life lesson or just like a little snippet that i learned from somebody
1: whatever whatever that question meant to you
2: okay you have to be more specific, um,
1: yeah.
2: I, have, I
3: have to be awkward. Well, no, you no. just,
2: just tie it down, nail it down. Okay,
3: I was, I was asked, I was asked, um, any when I was being podcasted with Scotland Yoga Scotland. Is that the lady who was Yoga Scotland?
2: Uh, it's with Lindsay Porter from Yoga Yoga New. <laughs> yoga, yoga New,
3: she Yoga it. New. Even you. She said, any quotes you use in uh, yoga a lot. I went actually. There are two I regularly use, if not three, and I've used them quite a lot in the past two years. I've been two years, I've been teaching. Um, number one, is a work in, not a workout, which I be, really, you know, it's a Mohan's, kind of you know, this one. Um, number two, it's a Krishnamacharya one, is you can cheat the body with the will of the mind, but you can't cheat the breath. So if your breath goes, I said you're not, you're doing something, but it might not be yoga, and number three is another Christian Bachary one. Um, it might look good for the photograph, but you know, no, it might not. It might not be good for the photograph, but it's good for your yoga. Uh, you know, sometimes I use those three. That's <coughs> a cough, right? Don't worry, it's okay. Um, it's alright. You
1: don't quite like. Oh, God. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. <Yeah>. Um, Social <laughs> distancing.
3: yeah, the other thing. I yeah, this past year, since obviously I knew it would take at least five years to kind of fully. You know, go to the first cycle of being a teacher takes about five years. You know, it's about that long. Um first cycle, right? You get to the end of it. Is that then, what you
1: learned from your first teaching, like career in teaching? From working in the schools? Did you work out that it took about five years to get through that cycle or did somebody tell you that?
3: No, that was my observations of me is that I de- I decided that be- by the time you go through the process of seeing something, experience something and mastering something, you go back around to seeing something, experiencing something and re-inquiring and re-inquiring and, re-inquiring, and refining and refining. You just, it's going to take about five years. And then I got to the fifth year and went, I haven't learned anything, man. I'm going to go back again. I'm going to just, re- just do it again. Um, and yeah, so I, 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 sometimes I've gone off a tangent now is that uh, quite a few teachers, I get a sniff of this is I think they, I I don't want to suggest too much. They might be stuck on the same script, going out the same stuff. Um, And I might not be for everybody, but unless you are continually questioning and reflecting on your own practice, then there's a real danger. If you hang around with the right people, it's not going to happen. But if you if you just get a bit bit of an island in yourself, you could happily just, you know, just continue to um, churn out the same old, same old. Um, So, yeah. But but back to the point about you made about what have you learned? Basically, I've learned that I'm still learning. uh, But those those three quotes generally keep me grounded as to what I'm kind of trying to do with those people. What's interesting is because I used to work in sports and sports observations as well with with kids. That's been quite useful looking at people's body habits, just how they do something. And that's been quite advantageous not to come at it from a, you can imagine you having a a yoga practice for years, but not having worked with people becoming a yoga teacher, that would be quite difficult to get into. Um, But because I'm kind of used to observing people move from a running perspective and a sports perspective, not the yoga perspective, but just, just moving, just balancing and just moving. Um, that's been quite useful. Um, and yeah, and that may just be it. I mean, I think my teaching practice in five years time will be completely different to where it is now. I hope it is actually, I hope it is. If it's not something's gone wrong.
1: Yeah. You know, do you find that you're well, at Denmark because you've got that this background in triathlons and, and how you teach? Some yoga teachers maybe only know yoga. Like I came into the industry from personal training and fitness side of it. So I've got a very different view of it than some yoga teachers that I've spoken to when they've tried to teach something. And I've just thought, oh, why are you doing it that, that way? That doesn't make any sense to me because that, that's just the way they've always been taught it
2: yeah um, so I guess and you you guys have heard, heard this before, but I, I always say, you know like so I quite often teach in rehabs um during the the, the week, and uh, you know like so I, I'm really glad I got to continue that from the background I had and and, and working in as a drug counselor and eventually as a, a service coordinator of a service. And um, that all we're going to do for the next hour is is stuff that you do already okay we're going to move we're going to breathe and you're going to think and usually i let people guess that that's the three things and the practice of yoga is only those three things you know there might be other things we do and, and we call them different things but they all involve movement they all mm. involve breathing and they all involve thinking so whether that's uh you know, uh, if you talked about something like, I don't know, the bandas that, you know, that people talk about. And, and I mean, it's just a movement. It's a physical movement, even though it's energetically changing something internally. And um, if we do singing or a pranayama practice, that's completely related to breathing. And if we do any of these things with mental focus, that's relating to our thinking. And therefore we're practicing yoga. So for me, like uh, when I was doing, like I've been doing a guided meditation quite a lot just now. Um, and in the guided meditation this morning, it was saying, you know, like we have to be less formal about the practice and less lapse days ago about our normal life. You know, so, you know, like, so we have to like, mm. s- there's no, there's no uh, separation between when we formally practice. So whether I'm running or cycling or swimming or doing a yoga asana, the, there's still a physical movement and therefore I can still be in some kind of conscious state of yoga-ish, mm. right? Yeah, And um, I can be what looks like practicing yoga and my mind can be a million miles away and I'm not, nowhere near practicing yoga. The thing about watching people practice yoga is you never know who's practicing because it's mm. what's happening internally that's, that matters. So for me... Um, There's no, you know, like what we do in the mat is indicative of everything else. Not, not for it's not for be. It's not the purpose to be on the mat or to make Instagram stories or make Instagram posts. It's to to make us obviously kind of less of a dick. Like for for me, that's got to be true, right? That's it. That's your... just, just, you. So that's, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write a book: how to be less of a dick. That's yoga. Practice right. of yoga. <laughs>
1: yeah. The best sailor. The yeah. <laughs> best seller. Yes. Yeah.
3: Why, I think you've. I think you've. You've. You've nailed it. There was. I was again. Ravi Ravindra in yoga anytime. But it's so true. So. Mark mentioned it, but I think the the overall impact of yoga on me, I'm going to quote Ravi on this one, is to live my life more consciously and less mechanistically. Um, and I think, you know, <laughs> you can wear hats in church on a Sunday and be very Christian on a Sunday and be a complete twat <laughs> elsewhere. And I would rather have people who came in a bit disheveled, as Mark's right, sat and prayed and lived their lives in a in a, in a good way, in a in a Christian way, following that tradition, a bit you know, like the Sikhs, in that Sikh temple. Um, and if, if yoga, and Mohan said it, I think if yoga is, you, you take the practice to sharpen your mind and your approach to life, you don't just reserve it, for giving each other nice yoga hugs in the studio, then being a complete git outside. I mean, it's not that's not that's not what it's a it's about. But it, it, but if people's lives are in chaos outside, it might be they've got a little bit of an island inside. So you know, small changes. And I I found in my darkest of times, you know, full on PTSD. This is years ago, now it's twenty years ago now. Is that I knew I was going to get better because because of the time I was spending in that class. There was there was a chink of light, yeah. and you don't know some people's chaotic lives or whatever it is. Um, so I've got to be careful in judging people because we can all do it. Um, but yeah, it is, it is. what Mark's saying for me it was it was mentioned about living it more consciously more than mechanistically. We can all we can all do that. Um, And I think the act of meditation for me certainly draws you back to the conscious, deeper state of the mind rather than that, that manas, busy state, you know, monkey state mind, which can be hugely distracting, which in this situation now, now we're in, is clearly the one that most people are going to be, are going to be, you know, falling into because of pure survival, if you think about it, Um, we're all thinking about it, so... So there, yeah, there we go. Just some observations, I suppose. Thoughts? Nice. Um, Yeah. I think, um,
2: I think it like, just I was thinking about any quotes that I use. I I guess there's a few. Uh, uh, Actually this, like it came from Leslie, but it was from Desicature. You know, so when you're in a class um, and people say, where should I put my foot and should this be here? (laughs) And like, I remember Leslie just said, Desiccatus says when you're de- when people were asking that you say it's negotiable, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, like it's yeah. So like so for me that one word negotiable means, you know, you're not you're not. Say- I think as soon as you say hey, somebody your foot needs to be like this, and, and you yes. you take somebody's power out of their own like yeah. body, and they go oh, I'm doing something wrong, and you're like ah, mm-hmm. what it's not what it's about for me. For mm-hmm. me it's like. How does it feel if you turn the foot out a bit more? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, and try it and see what it feels mm-hmm. like for you. How does it feel if you go a bit wider with your legs? And what's happening for you if you reach a little bit further into that that shape? You know, like what mm-hmm. happens for you, you? know, And how does it, when you explore this movement, What does it feel good? Does it feel nice? Does it feel necessary? Or does it feel painful and you want to stop? Rather than be like, oh, you need to turn this. You need to mm-hmm. have this. We need to have this adjusted um so yeah so negotiable (laughs) that's Mm. one and the other one is it it follows on from that and it's from vanda scaravelli and she says don't give up the instinct to the body for the glory of the post i love that
3: i love that quote yeah
2: yeah so don't kill the instinct to the body for the glory of a pose and i'm like that's for me is you know and those both cross over to everything in life
1: Like if you're letting, if you're driving from the ego all the time and ignoring what signals your body is sending out, whether you're in a yoga class, whether you're out for a run, whether you are in a relationship with somebody or not, or it's a business transaction or whatever that is, your body takes, like your instinct, your gut, your body is always sending out the signals and you know, and it's up to you to be open to listen and take action
2: and be yeah. curious about what it is that's going on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little bit of a nightmare sometimes when I'm in other people's classes as a student, because I just want, I, I don't mean wander off the mat, I, but, but you know, I would if I wanted to. <laughs> um, I just kind of wander off and start to do my own thing. I go, oh, what's happening here? This feels like, oh, I'm going to explore this moment for a while when the teacher's away on and they're looking at me, like, what's he doing in that corner? And I'm like, it's fine, just leave me. I'm doing one thing. So when I see people do that in my classes, I'm like, bravo, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> You know, play, play, maestro. You know, like it's just like it's your body. This is your instrument. You know, this thing that we inhabit. Yeah. You, know? you, you're the person that knows what's happening in it. I can't tell what's happening in it. Mm. You know, like if you're like, oh, I'm really feeling this. Feels amazing. It's real physically good for me. It's going to bring me to a more steady state when I come to sit at the end. Carry on.
3: I, I um. You, if I get stuck in in any sort of like conversations, which is all linked here, I, I think of um, uh, about teaching someone about you know listening to their own body. Mozart um, when he used to uh, get visiting composers, the very first thing he used to do Mozart, right, brilliant, he used to make them write out all the scales, every single scale in music. It well, not jazz scales, but every single scales. So there's this, there's, this, there's this, as you've said, there's, there's a tension between learning something, am I doing it right, and the ability to actually play with the instrument called the human body. It's your human body, not my human body, it's your human body. So when you say, you know, negotiable, it's almost like, well, actually, yeah, I want you to kind of, um, you know, play with the instrument that, that you have called this human, this, this, this human body. Um, you have the right to be able to take these notes i 've given you and actually yeah, why, yeah. why 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 don 't you why don 't you play this note in this way or this note in this way so at the beginning, they might only have like me i 've only got a few scales and a few notes but actually yeah it 's funny. It's, funny enough.
2: Mohan tells, Mohanji tells this story and uh, he says there's there 's a young girl and she 's in a She's in bed at night and her mum comes over and says, okay, it's time to say her prayers. And, and uh, the little girl says, goes, okay, mummy, okay, mummy. And then she starts going, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And she continues through the alphabet. And the mum says, what are you doing? You're just saying the alphabet. She says, yeah, but when God gets the letters, he'll arrange them in the right words. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the same, man. <laughs> you know, I love like, that. so you know like it's kind of like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. and as much as like okay so I I want to caveat I said in terms of I don't want to tell people like exactly what to do but also I I do think people uh, need to, to you know to feel some basic things in their body they need to know how it moves they need to know like what's long and tall and what's you know squat and flexed you know like mm. we, we you know you need to you need to have a, an understanding so to talk about that kind of thing and get to people to feel things and explore things that give them a deeper understanding of who they are as, or who they are physically and then who they are emotionally and mentally and spiritually so yeah no it's, it's an
3: interesting one i think it's really interesting i I did a couple of things a few weeks ago. Um, I always say, right, we're going to do Simon Says, salute to the sun. And they all laugh. So Simon says, here we go. Okay. And I says, right. Okay. I want you to invent your own salute to the sun. Now I'm going to say nothing. And they all went, oh, is that, yeah. I'm going to say absolutely nothing. Are you ready? I I, I remember just saying to them, listen to your internal, I'm copying Eric Schiffman here, but, but listen to your internal prompt. When you're ready, inhale, breathe, go. And just, you know, because you've done it so many times with me, you know it. But I think you listening to my verbal instructions is actually distracting you from you. And then the final one, we did it all with our eyes closed. You know, just close your eyes, just just, you know, what the hell is that, is that you? Um, I think it was Jen's phone. No, it wasn't the phone, that was something else. Um, (laughs) A little Jen, little Jen noise. So no, I'll like
2: t- Mohanji says. Mohanji says, like your, like your, like your human urges. You've got to let them go. Right. You know, just let them release. You can't. Don't. 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 Never resist a, a human urge. I, I mean, like, like, burping or sneezing burping and after, farting. Yeah.
1: You're
2: about yeah, I'm talking about farting. Yeah. Yeah, and not
3: the other. Yes. I wasn't.
1: Uh, I didn't fart.
2: No. Yeah. No, no, no.
3: So yeah. So but yeah. So back to that when I was rudely interrupted by um by, by your phone. <laughs> <My> phone. um <laughs> yeah uh so that's actually quite interesting i actually i i um eric Schiffman says as well he, he's i like the way he said this he says if you come from a background of ienga he says i would vote for Ayengar free if you're from ashtanga i would vote for ashtanga free if it's hatha it's hatha free but i think it takes a long time to build up that kind of those notes and conversations with your body you can still do it obviously you can um but I think it's an interesting balance between, and this is a teacherly thing as well, about what is the teacher there for, you know, giving something. Um, and this idea, you know, of perhaps in any of your classes to, right, here's five minutes of free practice. Here we go. What? What do we do now? You know, it's like, whoa. So it's... I, um, I
2: actually try and do that at the end of most of the classes, uh, you know, like in terms of, okay, just do whatever you need with your body, you know, just listen open up to listen to hear it and you know we don't instruct babies how to move they just learn how to move by try, uh, trial and error you know we don't instruct our dogs how to stretch out they do it by trial and error you know i think it's really important for people to have a little trial and error time
3: no i agree i agree I, man. pandiculate man pandiculate pandiculate i'll say that wrong pandiculation pandiculation
2: what do you say I don't know, I think... It you see lots out. of things wrong. So it Articulation.
1: my head. It's, it's like... It's like from
2: no, I think it's just like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But it's like my mum, like, my mum my said a few weeks ago, she went, yeah, yeah, there was somebody, there was somebody in the cafe and they were coughing and we had to run over and somebody had to do that Heineken manoeuvre. Heineken manoeuvre. <laughs> probably,
1: probably the <laughs> best. <laughs> my mum's got,
2: got lots of those,
1: man. <laughs> so,
2: so, inside
1: maneuver. of yoga... What else are you interested
3: in learning about just now? Paper folding at the moment.
1: <laughs> I saw that, paper folding. Yeah, yeah
3: he's very... Making shapes.
1: That's, hey, that's linked back to your mathematical stuff, isn't it? not it, man? Yeah, is... mathematical mm. origami. Well, it's not...
3: <laughs> I've got plenty of time on my hands, haven't we? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I, I really want to go back to drawing. A couple of years ago, I really started to learn how to draw, and I really loved it. And like, I, I came because I was super committed to practice. I le- I came a long way. I, I came from like somebody who could not draw at all to like somebody who could at least you could recognize the body part that I was trying to draw, mm-hmm. and then and I got used to like light and shade and uh, um. I can I remember the technical names for everything but like it was really uh a fascinating process you know like and and just watching myself learn and grow i kind of want to get back to you know uh, and so i should take some time over over the weekend actually and do some drawing yeah
3: i i I think it's really important if we're all of us are fairly much teachery you know we're in kind of teaching something we're doing something it's i think it's really important to learn a new skill so I was, you know, I, I learned how to bake bread, but Jen, Jen was killing hair pulling when she was learning how to bake bread. Ah, fuck, it a year. It
1: took me to get loaf
3: Yeah, it take, Yeah, it take. <laughs> But I think, I think also, I think, I think. I mean, I, I'm a bit of a polymath. I think it's really important if, if if we do what we do, is you always try to learn something you're not very good at because if you absolutely
2: not absolutely because yeah, i was so bad at drawing you know like i was so like i really like but i had a really good teacher for those yeah, first yeah. few weeks and like honestly in the space of the first hour i'd went from drawing like my hand which looked terrible to the final 10 minutes of that hour do something that actually looked like my hand i was like oh my yeah. gosh I really but like hands. Hands. yeah 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 no it was amazing it was it was amazing yeah. Yeah, that's so important to be taught. Um, to be taught well. Yeah. To be taught well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, my my best teacher
3: uh, wasn't. I didn't like him at all. He was. He was an arrogant. Nineteen eight. I'm nineteen eighty something. I was learning how to physically, Oh, yes, it's a good question. Actually, what have we learned from uh, our our best teachers? And this one thing I share. Everybody is a, is a, is a teacher. And he was watching me um teach some kids, I think, who had some some disability or some physical impairment. And uh, they weren't getting it. And I was 23, 24. And he says, look, they're not getting it. It's your fault.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, it's not Einstein, Einstein said that you, you, you not Einstein said you don't really understand something until you can teach it to a five or six year old.
3: Yeah. So he just said, if they're not getting it, it's it's your fault. You haven't broken it down to the point where they can actually grow and develop. And no,
2: I was- I, I'm, I'm super conscious of that, actually. And, and when I'm teaching and I see that people aren't understanding, I'm like, the problem isn't that they're not understanding. The problem is I've not found the right yeah. way of explaining yeah. it to them. Yeah. I know. You know, it like, like so I, I, you know, I will go back to myself and go, okay. And I'll say consciously to people, I'm like, look, I've not explained that very well because I can see that I've not made this movement clear or this breathing pattern clear or mm. this way encapsulating this, uh, uh, philosophy side yoga, sutra side yoga, teaching side yoga. Um, yeah. So it's, it's yeah, I really take it on, on myself because it's an opportunity to learn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I learn a lot from watching people, um, do something slightly different and slightly avant-garde in the class. And you know, I'm like, oh, that's a really lovely way to do it. And quite often I'll stop a class and go, let's all do it that way, you know, like, cause I mm-hmm. look really nice. It looked really lovely. Like, you know, just, so just finding, finding uh, learning experiences and everything that we're doing. You know? But that's a very confident
3: teacher to do that. It's, and I know, I, well, it, it is because, you know, I've known, I've known teachers in various levels And that's to do with it. That's to do with constructivism versus behaviorism. We had that chat too, about, 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 you know, teaching in the behaviorist way, which I think is how Iyengar probably taught his students how to be behaviorist. And you follow these sets of instructions and this is how you will do it. This is what you will do. Mm. Um, But actually. And,
2: and Patabi Joyce and, you know, all those guys were, I mean, which is kind of like permeated throughout yoga culture, unfortunately, like Mm. as very like, uh, you will, you will, you will, or or you should, you should. Or yeah, but it takes
1: it a... through culture. Culture, you must do this this way. Yeah, setting up a franchise, setting up yeah. any kind any kind of system where it's like this is the way that it's to be done. It scripted be my yeah, scripted yeah, yeah,
3: it's it, but it, that's that's not the best way of learning constructivism and social constructivism where you build the knowledge from where you are is that way, but it takes an, an awareness and a very good teacher and trust in the It takes a quality about what you do and how you do it to develop that. Um, and it's it's not it, it it basically is if we were to try you know I maybe mean, Mark's doing it with with the yoga teachers, it's the long haul way of working. It's not the short haul it's it's the investment in time and energy. Um, I could have, we could have easily popped down a hot pod yoga for five days and got a, got a, got a bit of paper with, with crayon mm-hmm. and said, I'm a yoga teacher and, and printed it off and just slapped it up. Um, which is so, you know, it's, I think the validity runs deeper than a bit of paper. Um, mm. and in the commercial environment, which we are in, uh, People will be drawn to you because of the quality with which you're mm. which, which you're doing. The problem is, it's, it's, it's an old thing. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. So they they might go to certain. I, 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 I don't want to be too critical here, but because it might be very helpful for people, they they, they might go to certain teachers, whatever and learn in a very behaviorist manner, this is what to do, this is what to do, do it this way, do it this way. And they think that's the right way of doing it and they haven't been presented with an alternative and gone, ah. Oh. And, you know, I've had people walk in and walk out of my of classes where they've clearly had a go. And I think, you know, uh, Nick Free, maybe, <laughs> they're mm-hmm. probably probably not entirely their liking, but how do they know, you know, don't know. I know I didn't know that, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, and that's quite a difficult one, I think. But I'll go back to the purpose of yoga that Mark was talking about. I always go back to, you know, what is the whole point of yoga? What, what is it? What is the whole point? And it's the, you know, body, breath, mind, connection. And that's, that's it. Just keep it in nice and simple for a class personally i would have thought because that's the opportunity for people to experience those three things
2: yeah i think i think um but so for sure in the class and it's like um it's a useful medium for for the introductory part of yoga and getting people moving and connecting to their breath more and watching their thoughts a bit more and watching their mind a bit more but like in terms of where we're going um with it in a a more in-depth and prolonged period i'm much more interested in the relationship that we have you know the relationship we have with ourselves the relationship we have with each other as all students of yoga and maybe some people are slightly further along the path yeah. I, I kind of like I really like the model that the 12-step people use of um, sponsor and and sponsee if you want you know like where there's just like you know we're all working the same program and some people are slightly further down and they're going to bring you along or at least point the way you know like when, when guru doesn't mean like somebody who tells you what to do it's something it's kind of like, oh, I I, I can point the way, yeah. you know, a little bit. I can maybe point the way, you know, I've, yeah. I've been here before a little bit. So I know how to point as in, in a direction that, that so we don't hit the pitfalls, you know, or, or we have the opportunity to avoid the, the usual pitfalls. Um, so for me, like at the moment, I'm like much more interested in building relationship and community and, and expanding that and, and being a little bit of a, a hub for that, but not, not the center of it, just like just like, you know, hopefully without me I could walk away and everything still stands, people yeah, still yeah, are yeah. connected and, and uh relating to each other and supporting each other and practicing together or and individually obviously as well. Yeah. You're a node. A node. Okay. You're a node. I thought you we were gonna say a gnome. You're a, no. gnome. You're a, You're a node.
3: node You're a node. You're a node. You're a gnome. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's, 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 it's true. If you can, if you can, you, you know, you've built something, if you're the scaffold and you take the scaffold away and the fricking thing still stands up, job done. It's there, you know, people have got, have, have instilled the qualities you're giving them. It's not really that at all. I just, I, I don't,
2: I, I think it's like I think yeah. it's like I think another quote that used since we're talking about quotes earlier is is the one from Michelangelo where he says the sculpture exists inside the, the stone, you know. Everybody and I feel like still. everybody is like, this block of stone. Yeah. And I mean, I totally include myself in this. And inside me is this really free, beautiful sculpture. And actually, it's not a stone sculpture. Actually, what happens when you free it up? It can move, you know, yeah. and and it can, and it can experience life. And when we get kind of stuck in this stone of what's expected of us what's the you know what's socially acceptable you know i'll say to people like in terms of what's acceptable in terms of movement is like not right now is but when we meet another person we shake hands you know we're like shake hands you can Mm. i can't come up to somebody and just rub my shoulder against their shoulder rub my arm against their arm and put my head underneath their arm and just snuggle in but it would be a lot better. Sniff that bum, yeah. <laughs> sniff b- I don't really want to sniff bums.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: not like touchy. Oh yourself. no, dude. No, we're not allowed to touch. No, like no. Yeah. yeah, no, no touching.
2: Yeah. So, just touch yourself. Yeah. You have to. Yeah.
1: All that, all that stuff, like chipping away, is. I think of it like when you start working in or if you go for, like, counselling or anything, you start peeling away the layers of your previous life, like, your life experience, and deal with the shit that you've maybe gone through and oh, yeah. survived, and mm-hmm. then put it to the side, and at another point, it's going to come up, and you have to then, at some point, deal with it. Mm-hmm. And part of that is that chipping away of, like, what's the stuff I don't need to be clinging on to? How can I let that go? How can I shed this so that I can get that free person out in the middle?
3: Mm. I mean, going, going through counselling, I'm, 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 I'm learning now to be very open now, and very honest, 20 years down the line, but going through counselling and psychoanalysis and psychological stuff is really interesting. Looking back at it, right? I mean, look at me, this is me going through it. Um, because you don't half hold on to just crazy stuff in your head. I actually, I actually if someone said to me, Nick, try to think, uh, the way you used to think and your mind, the way it used to be, and I'll say, you know what? I just, I just, my mind just won't even let me get there. It just, just, I just, I've got no understanding of how my mind was operating in terms of the emotional attachment to just stuff. Um, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, the Buddha brain, I've got the book somewhere there. The Buddha's brain, I'm gonna reach over and get it. Home.
2: No, the, I mean the thing. The thing is that you're saying like, is like we yeah, no. hey, no. we are patterned, you know,
4: Different
2: like things. yeah, yeah, we're, we're so patterned. So, yeah, yeah, we have patterns of thinking, patterns of moving, patterns of uh, behaving, um, and we're so. I don't know want to say it unaware, but we're so we're so they're so such a part of us. So the amazing yeah. thing to me is like that <laughs> yoga has been talking for forever about samskaras and these samskaras that exist within us so these habitual ways of being they're called like we call them latent impressions but yeah you know it's just like ways of being i like to mm. say maybe um mm. and ways of thinking and we're so like tied in them that unless you can step back through yeah. the practice and really see it and then go okay if i have an anger problem i need to practice a different samskara which is one of compassion and kindness mm. so yeah. not trying just to be not be angry you know, actually, have to like practice something else so yeah, yeah, that becomes my yeah. way of being, rather than falling in just like I won't be angry, I won't be angry, and we're just like, no, 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 you, you, you haven't, mm. you know, like you have. I know for me, like being from the west of Scotland and being male, definitely, like it's very easy to go ah, and and want to feel like that. But the, the other thing through the practice is, you, you do still go up, but you can down super quick. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. what does it mean? You know
3: i used actually i was talking to mohan in the car and he he liked this analogy i went i'm going to use this analogy because he's clearly the mohan likes this analogy He says, i've nailed this baby um i was Bavana and latent impressions and i was talking about mind furrows and plowing the mind with the same plow you just keep on doing the same motion the same action and the tractor you're the driver the plow and if you're going to set the intention, you're going to have to plow the field in a different direction and you create different mind furrows. Um, but, but it takes a while because those latent impressions of the previous plow furrows are still there from the radar when the helicopter takes pictures. You can still see them. They're still there. And it takes a lot of work to set the direction of that new plow. And you're right. You can't just say, I'm not going to stay in the plow this direction, you've actually got to create a different set of behaviours, um, and you need to
1: know that that's you know. possible because
3: some people don't even know that there is another way. Yeah, there's Ralph. Yeah, you are. You you can see life through the red filter, and and you need to be able to remove that filter and go green, but actually, you need to be able to go red filter, green filter, blue filter, no filter.
1: Yeah,
3: and it's the no filter, <laughs> is is the ultimate no yeah. filter.
1: How do you get there now? How do you get
2: to no filter? Um, you don't want to go through <laughs> what I would. Yeah, no filter. Um, the th- the yeah. only way you get to, I mean, like, so I no, spoke I to, um, <laughs> I mean, if you, it depends if you believe in, like, the Indian way of, uh, <laughs> your, your internet connection is unstable. It's just saying no, to me right uh, now. Uh, it's okay. Um, so, um. I've, I've, it depends if you believe in this and I, and and i'm not sure about what i believe entirely yet I, i'm still working it out you know but to take all the filters away you can't do in one lifetime yeah you know so to to take all the filters away it maybe means that you you as a soul or an energy uh, come back and have the chance to do it again and and, and you're Karma, is act- the karma from this life is acted out into the next mm. um, and, and this is not a way we think Of things in the west It's really, it's just not, it's not How we mm. uh, apply your think thinking to things Because I
1: spoke
2: to Yeah, I spoke to I spoke to Mohanji about Ramna Maharshi um, Who uh, Was enlightened at 16 And I was like, how did he get enlightened at 16? What did he do? And he went It was nothing to do with the 16 years That he was here in this life you know mm. it was obviously you know he was ready to and, all, and like he is somebody who all, who all these filters were taken away you know I'm actually quite attached to some of the filters I did not really want to take them away <laughs>
1: I think though. In the next life. In the next life. <laughs> you be that one for this one. I'm keeping that for. Them. I think when people talk about the people coming to end of life and they start all the filters start to drop, it's only those last few seconds that you're maybe like, oh fuck, I got it wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I think I think, it I, think a, I think I think I think a situation like we're going through just now takes down quite a few filters for some people. Yeah. Because people start to go, people start to go okay what's what's really happening right now? What are my priorities?" Oh, so everything is closing down, and it's not toilet roll <laughs> it's it's other people and and actually, what is really interesting is mm-hmm. to see people go, "Oh, and it's not Scottish people or american people mm-hmm. it's people you know like or yeah. iranian people it's people you know it's people, people people we we have this you know, like it's very, you know, Shakespearean. Where like if, if you cut me, do not bleed. You know, like it's, it's, we're, we're we're the same, and we're going through the same thing. And it's such. It's, what's interesting to me is it's global, and nobody, no country, no state has is escaping this. And we we maybe have to go. Oh, we're getting this a little bit wrong. There's enough uh, energy and food, and Finances on this planet to support everybody and educate everybody.
3: Um, yeah, my 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 friend. Uh, I run, every Monday, I run with Jez, and he's an e- economist. He says the world, you know, is like fifty trillion dollars in debt. He says to who? Who the <laughs> frick to who? He says yes. you know, and he's an economist. He says it's just a load of shit, you know. And he's he's so right. He says it used to be that you go to the bank in nineteen seventies, you'd have the money to put a deposit on the house. There it is. Now it literally is a key press and a button press. There's no money being transacted. It's just electronic. Yeah. This stuff doesn't actually exist, and
2: so it doesn't exist. It's, and it's just it's, it's, it's just great. It's own um, numbers in a screen. You know, it's, nuts. Yeah. it's like oh, I've got this. I have this many numbers, and you have that many numbers. Yeah. And if I give you some of my numbers, can you give me that piece of cake, please? Yeah. <laughs> or that coffee. Yeah. And they say thank you for your numbers. And yeah. Here you have slightly less numbers now, and uh, we have some of your numbers. <laughs> you bartering
1: Yeah, it's weird.
2: Uh, yeah, I promise to pay the bearer the value of
3: the da, da, da That's the whole, you know, when the gold standard. So it is interesting. I mean, I think the black is yeah, money is being is um is entering the lunatic the phase. Um, one question I would say is, and um, would the Indian Culture, Mark, I've never been to India, respond to this crisis differently, only because I think in the West, and particularly in the United Kingdom, well, I think of the United Kingdom, is we are, um, well, I don't know, I, I, very Western minds, Eastern thoughts. I'm wondering how India would respond to this sort of um, viral attack in terms of, you know, conscious, thoughtful, resilient. Um, toilet paper. Yeah, would they go through this 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 sort of behaviour, or are they looking at us thinking, "Man, they're, they've they they've gone won't. crazy"?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I this. Um, I I can't. I talk, you know I have no way to be definitive on that, but I would say that um, there's just a general lower level of anxiety when you're in India. You know, mm. like, they drive, like, crazy, and, and it's madness. But nobody ever seems worried about it. Um, I think they have a much uh, more, a much maturer relationship with death. Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't see it as the end, not in the way that we see, like, you're going to heaven, like, maybe as, as in, in a Christian culture, but... Um, and yeah, they they just they're kind of used to it. like so when people die there, they usually get uh, um, cremated pretty quickly. But the body's open and it's on a um, what you call it the, uh, the the name of it's escaping. fire the burn the, the yeah burn. like a yeah, yeah like it's Cremation. like open like yeah when when somebody's cremated, it's on top mm. of it not an altar yeah. but that that I type mean, of thing yeah. um, a, a pyre like a funeral pyre yeah like, and yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and so it's much closer, and and there, and 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 I guess it's just something they're more used to, a little bit of sickness and illness, you know, with so many people in the one space. So I I don't think they'll be as worried or as panicky. But you know, I I know people that are there just now, and as kind of I think it's closing down a little bit there too. So. Mm. I I don't know. I I, I think they they'll just be more generally relaxed. I think we're freaking out i don't think they'll freak out so much yeah
1: i think the, inter- the relationship that we have with jess is quite interesting i was listening to Ram Das one of the Ram Das books recently and he was saying in one of his talks he's like i mean the ultimate goal is to die like nobody's getting out of here alive so
3: oh.
1: we we in the west very much look at that as dying as a failure like everything's yeah. failed because you've died but we're gonna yeah.
4: we're gonna <laughs> so, die
3: I'm sorry to suffering. tell you. I'm sorry it's
1: to tell you. We to as little uh, gonna... suffering as possible, but you can't get to the end without suffering. You can't live
2: without suffering. No, I mean like that's the the first the first of uh, the four noble truths from, yeah. from the Buddha. Life is suffering, and we just have to go. Oh yeah so it's, yes. Yeah, it's right. There's a lot of suffering in this, yeah. and this exists. And it's, I mean, not
1: there's a... a bad thing. I think we've got a negative no. association with that word suffering because we think of oh, it as a bad thing, but it's just living.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Um, I, saying all that, I remember, um, yeah, it's similar to about hardship. Yes. Yeah, so how a community faces hardship. So there was a, a Syrian swimmer in 2016 who was swimming in the, under the Olympic flag and she was being interviewed and, um, she, she, she qualified for the Olympics and uh, swimming in the, under the Olympic flag. And she said, "You don't know how strong you are until you've faced with absolutely no choice." And she was, uh, she swam. She was holding onto the boat from Syria to Lesbos. And she said, I, "I was out on the boat because I was a stronger swimmer. But if even me, if I let go of that boat, I would have died. Uh, I would have drowned." So, you know, um, I think there's situations now which are clearly. Stressful for some, but I I do think mildly politically and society-wise that we have created a society that perhaps is a little bit comfortable. And you know the the idea that everything is controlled. And oh, we're I mean
2: we're out. we're no so like that, it's, it's insane. We're bloated and and, yeah. and honestly like I mean Smart, it's more blunt now. <laughs> yeah no no we're 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 overweight and we need to shed yeah. some weight and I don't yeah, think yeah. like yeah. that by uh, I don't mean that in terms of like overweight as in people are overweight or there's too many people. I mean, like we have, you know, we have our, almost our heart's desires whenever we want it. yeah, it's one we one have to. Yeah, we have an abundant amount of food. We have an abundant amount uh, of... Toilet, uh, uh, toilet paper. We have yeah. an abundant <laughs> amount of uh, belongings. You know, yeah, like yeah. you know, like too much students are professional declutterers, which is great and people really need it. But we just have too much, you know, like, yeah, and and what we maybe don't have too much of is connection and truth and and, uh, compassion for each other. And so we have this opportunity now, like to say, okay, how are we doing this? It's, you know, it's great. You can like look on your computer and go, I need that in three hours delivered to my house by Amazon. Thank you. And I mean like, wow, but it's, unbelievable you can jump in a car and you can be 70 miles away in an hour yeah you know like i mean it's it's, it's insane the way we live like you can fly aclo- across the oceans you know and that, so everybody sees it as as a right and actually not as this incredible privilege so we need a little we need our, our, a, a little bit of a butt kicking which this is so yeah yeah kick our asses man
1: definitely yeah. Yeah. So we've been, been chatting now
2: for an hour and a half. Is that all?
1: Yeah, so That's like better. that's like
2: the beginning for me and Nick. That's like that's like breakfast. <laughs> that's
3: chapter
1: one. That's that's like that's
2: a
3: wee
1: porridge. In a, in a that's, that's,
2: the, that's a prologue. <laughs> 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 no, I, actually, I do have stuff I need to do. So yeah, I know. What's I need to do? Yeah. <laughs> There's life is, although it's not happening, it's still
1: happening. In, yeah, well, in, yeah. I'm, actually,
2: what, what what I want to say is like I, I'm loving the transition to teaching online. It's really fun, you know. Like uh, I, uh,
1: I've avoided it for so long
2: because I hate I hate being online. But actually, I do quite like it. I just need to get all my clients like that. Yeah, no, I have. So, so okay. So I'm just going to say this briefly before I uh, I go and make some tea and have some more food. Um, <laughs> the I've been doing classes. So I did one on Monday night. And it was fine. It was the first one I did, and I had to, like I only found out like an hour before that I had to do it online and let everybody know and try and get everybody set up. So it was great. It went really well. And then Tuesday we did another online one, and I had a friend from Switzerland who I met at the Acro Yoga training, so she came on, and and at the end we all chatted, and she showed us where she was in Switzerland. And then last night we had somebody from uh one person from Colorado who was chatting Jessica and my friend Eliza from uh. Canada and it's just like wow, man! This is this is amazing, you know, like to be all joining together. So it's yeah, yeah I good. love it.
1: Cool.
2: Cool. Yeah.
1: Anything anyway. you want to finish up saying next? Um, no, I no. I think
3: I think these are um nice little opportunities to um, catch up, have a wee chat, have a long chat, the wee chat, a long yeah. chat. Oh, here's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. We're online, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. It's my, my yoga buddies. She's looking at me, going, "No, she won't speak to you." She's she's only thirty. It's fine. <laughs> no, we're come
2: fine. on, Catherine. It's Mark,
3: Uncle Mark. and say hi to Mark. Come say hi to Mark. Oh,
2: I it just come in. Just say, just come, come on, Catherine. Let's see. Yes, she is. Give here. me, give me a wee. Oh, hi. hi. Hi.
1: Oh my God! There's lords. Oh no! It's just no, no. me. Um, oh. on the podcast. Silly me. It's my wee band. The it's show, my wee band. The podcast. Yes, she is. Okay, bye. bye where are you <laughs> going?
3: <laughs> okay, it's getting Okay, all
1: right. Real life happens. I know. I know. Um, where is the best people to? That first sentence doesn't make sense. Let me start again. Where is the best place for people to find you online if they wish to connect with you? <sighs> um.
3: Well, if, if, Facebook Soul, Souls in Motion or Instagram Souls in Motion 65 or Soul in Motion at virginmedia.com or www.soul in You're on all of them. All channels. Uh, all channels. Mark, where is best
1: for people to find you?
2: I, I'm usually in Carmel. Just chat the door, come in for a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, nice.
3: That's, that's the best response
2: no i'm on like um, yeah they can find me through you actually if they want to like through all the facebook stuff kradhaka yoga blah blah blah
1: okay. i'll put links in the show notes. yeah yeah it's fine job done good. job done
2: okay
0: thanks guys